I forgot to tell you why I was late today. <laughs> why were you late today? So I was at work. Someone broke their leg. Oh no. Full grown adult. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> so we were doing our show, like our gymnastics show. And after the kids left, like, there were some decorations to be uh, undone, but other than that, yeah. we were just kind of standing around, like, waiting for everyone to be done. And so, uh, because we're all, like, gymnasts, or post-gymnasts, we were, like, screwing around on the treble track, like, throwing front tucks, throwing, like, back handsprings, and, like, all this stuff. And then a, a kid comes in to, like, test out and to see her skills, and so she needs the tumble track, and so we all, like, move to the floor. And Tressa goes, I bet I can do a round-off back handspring. Oh. <laughs> Another round off back handspring. Oh. And then kind of falls down. Oh. And she goes, guys, I think I broke my leg. And we were like, ha-ha. And she's like, no. Pranked. No, I, I broke. Well, you know how people are like, oh, God, I'm broken, like, whenever they do a thing. Like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's, dead. like, 20. And so we were like, oh, that's funny. And she's like, no, we'll call an ambulance. We're like, oh, shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> so that's why I was late today. Okay, alright, that's an acceptable excuse. <laughs> Welcome to Fine Pairings, a podcast about fan fiction. <laughs> I'm Grace. I'm Claire. And my assignment today was an Avengers pregnancy fan fiction. Yes. <laughs> Which I could have taken in a different way, but I remember you, Claire, I don't remember if this was in college or post-college, but I remember you telling me about Stony as a thing. Yes. So I remember the word Stony. Which is uh, Steve Rogers and Tony Stark. Correct. An odd name. I feel like they could have come up with something more unique, because Stony is also just an adjective. Uh, Steve, I don't know. Stark, like, like, Stodgers, or like, you know, yeah, 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 like, I feel like Stony could have been, or like, Captain America is, I don't know him as Steve Rogers, it's not like... Captain Man. Captain, Captain Tony. But, I found a very cute, short chapter. Yeah. about a, a stony pregnancy. Yes. And so I wanted to find out who the other was, because I never want to make fun of children, just yes. in case it's very bad. I'm fine with, <laughs> with making adults feel terrible. But children are different, and a lot of people who write fan fiction are 15-ish. So it's good to check. So the author of this, the name of the fan fiction is Tony's a Mother and Peter's a Big Brother. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And the author is named JS3639. And I was trying to, because I'm also on Archive uh, of Our Own, which I thought maybe there'd be like a a bio page, since people tend to write many, many fan fictions on here, but I couldn't figure out how to get to it if it's a thing. I don't think it's a thing. Like, there's not like an about me section like there is on like... Instagram. So I went to their Instagram, I went to their Facebook, I went to their Twitter, and all of them are just, like, Avengers fan things. None of them are, like, their own person. I was like, god damn, okay, I could have seen what your face looks like. And so I emailed them. I just want to see if you're, what? (laughs) I just want to know if you're mature. What? I just want to know. Who are you? So I emailed them. Oh my gosh. And I asked if we could read their fiction, and they they said yes. I didn't ask if they were a boy or a girl, and they didn't tell me of their own volition, so I don't know what their gender is. Beautiful. But uh, they go by, I think, J, J-A-I. Okay. Or Jai. They also just signed as a, the letter J, so I'm going to call them J. I'm 18, from the United States. I've always loved creative writing because there aren't any rules. True. My love for the Avengers and Chris Evans started around 2012. When I first got hooked on the Fantastic Four movie. Oh, that's an, a bold. An interesting first dive into 
Chris Evans, See, I when, would say. And when I watched Chris Evans in that, I was like, not for me. Ugh. I really, I was in Mr. Fantastic. I Fantastic Four. It's not worth seeing. Who is Chris Evans in Fantastic Four? Is um, he not Captain, or the, Mr. Fantastic? No, he's, um, Flame Guy. He's, what? <laughs> he's the Flame. I have no knowledge of this movie. And he's, he's kind of a douchebag in the movie, so I was like, you know, not into now it. Now that I'm thinking of it, you know what I first saw in Chris Evans in? What? Was, uh... That movie with Michael Sarah, the um, like oh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Oh, Scott yes. Pilgrim, because he's like one the, of the exes. He's, yeah. the, he's the biker guy. Yes, like he the is. Biker with weird eyebrows. Yeah. yeah, that was my first Chris Evans. I didn't recognize him in that. Also, did not recognize him, in that. or like didn't know. Yes, I like watched that movie and I was like, "What a weird dude with eyebrows!" And years later, I was like, "Wow, I would marry Chris Evans, but mm-hmm. not." Yes, <laughs> not if he looks like that. So Jay is eighteen. So technically okay, an adult, and I think this was written this year. So it was. Also, oh, it was completed in May. Uh, so it's a relatively new fiction, and it seems like it is semi-reader-driven. Um, okay. In that someone will give a suggestion and the as like a prompt, and they'll the story will continue along that prompt. Oh, okay. So the prompt for this one was a cute suggestion: is that Tony is pregnant and toddler Peter knows he's going to be a big brother, so he is very protective of Tony's stomach and likes to hold it while speaking to his unborn baby sibling. Wow, okay. It'd be super cute if he followed Tony everywhere to protect him and didn't even let Papa Steve keep his distance so he doesn't hurt the baby. <laughs> Papa Steve. <laughs> I love this already. So I have a question. You're a bigger Avengers fan than me. Yes. Because I, I would say I'm very neutral on superhero movies yes. as a whole. <laughs> Yep, all right. So, lay it on me. Do, what do you think the odds are that this is supposed to be Peter Parker? I'm 1,000% okay, sure. Okay, that's what I also thought, but it's yeah. not, it's like glossed over. It's so, not like Spidey Boy or so like in the Peter. Thick, so, like, in the, in the fandom, okay. one of the, so, like, there's a lot of, like, fatherly elements in the mm. movie of, like, Tony, Tony to, Peter. to Peter. See, that makes um, sense. And, and even before the Spider-Man movies, it was proposed that, like, for people who weren't into, mm-hmm. like, M-preg, like, male pregnancy, yeah. that Tony and Steve adopted mm. Peter. Okay. Um, I think So, you know, like, so two supers adopt another yes, super. Another super baby. Um, so, yeah. Which, Beautiful. you know, sometimes he's a baby, sometimes it's, like, you know, after Uncle Ben. But, but yeah, so it, it's common in the thick world that it's a common fandom thing that, okay. that they adopt Peter. Okay. So, unlike my last choice... This is a very, like, sweet and uh, rather innocent fanfiction, so I would like you to take a sip of the pairing cocktail that I prepared, because I also haven't tasted it yet, so I want to get the reaction. It's in a beautiful um, margarita. That I definitely didn't buy today at Goodwill. Good to know. (laughs) I'm, like, afraid. Okay. Yeah. Okay, this works. This is is what I had in mind. What Mm -hmm. What are you tasting? Let me taste it again. I'm so taken by the blue. Oh, mm-hmm. there we go. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there's like a citrus, like mm-hmm. um, maybe citrus vodka. Okay. And is blue, what is the blue? I was like, it's like Curacao. There we go. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, I know what it is, but I never that, know right? what it is. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. So I picked this cocktail. It's very good. We haven't had a cocktail yet, so I wanted to have a cocktail. And this seemed like a, like a good fan fiction for it. Unsure why it came to my brain. But in this, there is a baby shower. Oh. And I looked up, like, blue 
like yes. blue and pink baby shower cocktails. Yes. And this one came up and I thought it was great because oh. it seemed like it'd be very like sweet and kind of refreshing and like something you would sip reading a beach read. And oh, this yes, is like yes, the yes. beach read of fan fiction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a little weirder than that I was because about, of the yeah. basics. But yeah. at its core, it seems it's a very like cute little thing. I love it. Um, I have no drinking game for this one. So just sip at your leisure. I shall. Great. <laughs> All right. Also, just like a note from the author. This is the cutest idea ever. Thank you so much for the prompt. I don't normally write pregnant Tony because in my mind, Steve is the one who gives birth to Peter. False. That's... Why? Was that like a hot take? <laughs> that, like... My hot take. <laughs> my hot take of Tony, of the Stony who gets pregnant in Tony versus Steve mm-hmm. is that it's always Tony. It seems like it is always Tony. Well, and I think it's Tony because it, like, in fix I have read, I'm confessing mm-hmm. that I've read mm-hmm. many a empre. That's fair. Um, in the fix I have read, the Tony being the one who gets pregnant, it adds an element of, um, mm-hmm. in a lot of the ones I've read, then Steve was in pro of keeping the baby. Mm-hmm. So in many of them, oh, okay. they didn't know that they could get pregnant. So there was a conflict of, like, so Tony was, wants to not have a baby. Yes, Tony's like, this is freakish. That makes sense. And then hmm. Steve is, like, you know, the good okay. person. Because I assume it would come like, across as, like, too much if Tony was like, you can't have that baby. <laughs> yes. Exa- see, if that concept in mm. reverse seems really horrible. Okay. If okay. you're, like, mm. if you're Steve. Because it's, like, what happens is slowly Tony is won over in keeping the baby because he's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is actually really cute. And then, like, maybe progresses along and he, like, feels it. Has, that, has a, like, m- maternal, paternal arc. Yes. Yes, ah, exactly. Okay, that Versus if it's, like, the other way around, then it's, like, too... It's, like, rude. It's, like, weird. It's, like, weird if, like, Steve is the one who's pregnant. And maybe in another world, he's, like... Maybe it makes more sense because mm-hmm. he's a super soldier. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it makes more yeah. sense. I don't but... know. Yeah, that would make... Because he's a modified human already. So yeah, maybe so maybe that, that makes more know. sense, but... In my head, since mm-hmm. Tony is always, like, the sarcastic one who is like, this is an abomination, that mm-hmm. I'm like, why would... I was what? like, you can't make him the father... Like, you can't make him the external father because then Steve will just feel terrible and just automatically get rid of it yeah. because he just wants to make Tony happy. But that's yeah. me. Okay, so Hot that's take. a good uh, good background. <laughs> so uh, S- Steve is the one to give birth to Peter, but this didn't turn out as trashy as I thought it would. I hope you enjoy it. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, so this is chapter one of, I believe the full fan fiction is called Tony's a Mother and Peter's a Big Brother. Uh, I only read the first chapter because it is the only true pregnancy chapter because he does give birth in the next chapter. And then okay. I stopped reading because I didn't have time. Fair. <laughs> chapter one. Holy cow, this kid is strong. Tony groaned as he felt a kick. He clutched his swollen stomach as he felt another one. Tones, you okay? Tones. I, I don't Carry know. on. You don't need to... <laughs> Tones. Every Tony I meet from now on. Tones. Tones. <laughs> Tones, you okay? Steve asked, putting a hand on top of his partner's hand. It was Saturday morning, and they were sitting on their bed in the master bedroom. Tony had been up for an hour, dealing with Kicks McGee, as he called him. Beautiful. He was roughly six and a half months along with a baby boy. Steve thought for sure it'd be a girl because of father's intuition, but Tony was for sure it was a boy because of mother's intuition. <laughs> so, so is that common where they're called the mother just because they're pregnant? No. Okay, that's... I was curious. Like, I don't think that's how that works. Anyway. I've never heard it referred to. As mother. Just yeah. pregnant father. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Steve, Peter, and Tony were all thrilled to have another baby in their lives. Peter wouldn't stop obsessing with Tony's belly and the baby. 
He would talk to the bump, murmuring things to him. Peter always had wanted a sibling. He asked for one for a present for all the holidays you could think of. Easter, his birthday, Christmas, Hanukkah, etc. Tony and Steve were beyond thrilled. They had been worried that Peter would have gotten jealous due to the baby taking up most of their attention, but they were wrong. Peter loved the baby. What's because he doesn't know better yet? He doesn't know. So, uh, I assume in this universe, Peter has also been birthed. Because it seems like no surprise. We're just jumping into the pregnancy. There is no surprise. Peter opened the door to their room and toddled up to Tony, who was leaning against Steve. His black undershirt not doing any justice to cover his large bump. He had only one baby inside him, but it looked like he was pregnant with twins. Even small triplets. Wow, that's really pregnant. Yes. Six and a half months, though. Not, like, gonna give birth. Okay. Peter had also been a large baby. Due to Steve's super soldier serum, Peter, and probably this baby, had superhuman strength. Ooh, that's rude. Oh, God, just like, kapow, and your intestines sound <laughs> really fun. All the mothers out there can probably relate. <laughs> they can feel it. Daddy! Peter cried, climbing onto the bed. He snuggled up to Tony, whose arm... Who, okay, try that again. He snuggled up to Tony, whose warm arm wrapped around the boy. Steve rolled onto his side, still spooning Tony, and placed a hand on Peter's back. Hi, Bubba, he said softly. He moved his hand from Peter to the baby bump and placed a kiss right above the brown-haired man's belly button. Mm. I was trying to drink there, and I don't like that. <laughs> I almost missed the man, so it was just almost brown-haired belly button, which is <laughs> not inaccurate. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. It was that I had liquor in my mouth, and I was like... That's why we have this podcast, is for spit takes that we can only hear. It's a great great auditory medium. ASMR. ASMR spitting. Okay, take me taking a sip. Also a cocktail, so you gotta kind of slurp it. Yeah. Anyway. Peter pushed the blonde's hand away. No, Papa, you're gonna hurt the baby. The toddler's eyes blew up with sadness. Just blowing up <laughs> Blew up with sadness. And a small grin slid across both Steve's and Tony's faces. So innocent. I know, it's so cute. Tony let a small chuckle escape from within. Papa's not gonna hurt the baby, bud. Peter nodded his head. Yeah, he is. Don't touch the baby. <laughs> so I don't know if like Steve has some kind of like wrath, but like for some reason convinced. That other dad's gonna hurt pregnant dads. Yeah, Peter is baby. like, you read me that story awful rough last night, so I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> Both adults knew that there was no point in arguing with Peter. He could be incredibly stubborn at some points. Tony sat up in bed, struggling a little bit because of his large belly. He waddled over to the bathroom. Peter's scrambling off the bed to follow him. Peter, I have to pee. I'll be right back, buddy, Okay. But, Daddy, I have to protect the baby. What if you poop the baby out when you use the potty? (laughs) Peter was freaking out. He was beyond overprotective of the baby. He would not let Steve near the baby. There's a lot of interesting italicizes in this. You can hear it in my voice. I'm not just doing that. They are italicized. (laughs) Like, he waddled. He pooped. (laughs) And then he pooped. (laughs) Anyway, Tony couldn't help but laugh at what his son had said. Don't worry, sweet boy. I won't poop the baby out. The baby's staying inside me for another two months. Peter let Tony close the door to the bathroom and pee, but stood guard as Steve arose from beneath the comforter, throwing out a pair of black basketball shorts and a gray t-shirt. Steve went to go make a pot of coffee. 
well knowing that Tony would also want some. Tony was usually a calm person for the most part, but the baby had been stressing him out. He'd been kicking his vital organs, causing the poor man pain until all hours of the night, making him moan and groan with pain. Vital organs. Moan and groan with pain. Not the unnecessary ones, just Mm -mm. right to the gut. Just right. Well, when I think of vital organs, I think of, like, the heart. I have heard of women who have been kicked in the... In the heart? No, in the lung. They've been kicked in the lung. Oh, okay. And so they've been, like, winded. And Mm. I was like, that sounds horrific, but... I kind of wish, now that I'm rereading this, it mentions that Peter has super strength, but we've, I don't believe we see it mm. ever, and so I just want, like, Peter to, like, use his super strength on Dad Steve. Right? Just, like, shove. <laughs> Get out of the way! Like Baby Hercules. Right! Baby Hercules not known his own strength. Just, like, lift up the couch to get his, like, Because I think toy. he's, like, two or three. Yeah, just, like, <laughs> that'd be great. Anyway. Uh, kicking the vital organs. Anyway. Poor Steve tried everything to make his husband happy. Bubble baths, massages, his favorite foods, and getting whatever odd foods Tony was craving. Peter didn't understand why Daddy was so impatient with him. The three of them were watching Big Hero 6 and coloring. Peter had his crayons and loose pieces of paper strewn about the white coffee table. Tony had tried to relax, but S.H.I.E.L.D. and Fury wouldn't get off his case about his maternity leave. Maternity leave is hard to negotiate. This... I don't know, but it's I've heard. You know what's harder to negotiate? Paternity leave. You're t- Whoa. That would be a full, like, chapter of just, like, I can't get off paternity leave, so I have to be, like, a new dad superhero. <laughs> I want that chapter. I don't think Make that's this a political statement about how dads deserve paternity, paternity leave. leave. Especially when they're pregnant. Especially when they're God, basically There is maternity. no rights for pregnant men. There, there are none, unfortunately. <laughs> Tony had spent his days on the couch reading and fighting that his patience was very limited, especially with Peter. Steve, being the artistic one in the family, had used his talent to draw a banner for the gender reveal party that was in a few days. Don't they already know the gender? No, oh, they the have revealing. intuition. Oh. Neither. I think at oh. that point, neither of them actually knew, but they both were like, I know. And they I had see, different I see, opinions. I see, I see. That makes sense to Yes. Peter had drawn a portrait of him, Steve, and a very pregnant Tony, to the point where he had more belly than body. <laughs> That's classic kid drawing. Tony was drawing a cabin in the woods with a yellow sun in the corner of the paper, smiling down on the trees. Oh, that's sad. It's very cute. Peter wrote the names above each figure. His P's were backwards, so it spelled out Queter and Quaqua and Tony. <laughs> Tony sighed and tossed the crayon on the table. Why does he go by Tony? So Steve goes by... Uh, I, th- I would guess perhaps it's like... This is a thing in the gay community where you're like, I don't know what to have my child call me. So perhaps it's like Papa Steve... Papa Tony. Ah. Or maybe, oh, maybe in the writer's brain, Steve is Peter's birth dad. Oh. And Tony is new baby's birth dad. Ah. Double pregnant dads. That makes more sense to me for whatever reason. So you can be like, you're Papa and that's Tony. And then and for the new baby, it's Papa and Steve. It's, yeah, it'll be like, you're Dada and... Because I thought you would pick like Dada and Papa. You'd mm. be like Papa or Papa. Or... But if you... Uh, Father. Father. Names. Father from like a two father. Vader. <laughs> Vader. <Bay there. laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tony sighed and tossed the crayon onto the table, brushing off the other crayons that had rolled onto his paper. He picked it up and turned it around to show his husband and son. Daddy, I want to hang them on the refrigerator, Peter exclaimed, taking the drawing out of Tony's hands and running over to the fridge. He grabbed a magnet and stuck the drawing up. Tony sighed, leaning back on his hands. He was sitting on their bed. 
letting Steve rub cream on the stretch marks on his bump. <laughs> do you let significant others do that to you? Uh, I think it's like one of those like uh, what's it prenatal things. Sure. I just <laughs> I've never had creams. someone I've never had someone apply anything besides sunscreen to my body. Or like in the, like on your belly too. It's like yeah. pretty accessible to like. <laughs> yeah, like not touch. like my back. I can't touch, but. I support it. I just, maybe I have intimacy problems. Maybe you've never been pregnant. <laughs> that, that too. That's a strong case. You, you never let your boyfriend just like rub lotion on your stomach? Never let a boy rub lotion on my heavily pregnant stomach. So I, you're right. I can't relate to this part. <laughs> For that specific reason, this is an unrelatable fanfiction. <laughs> Write something I can relate to, okay? God damn it. No, I'm loving it. Carry on. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah, rubbing cream on the stretch marks on the bump. The door was closed because if Peter even saw Steve within a five-inch radius of the baby, he would go nuts. He would throw a fit, cry, scream, and do whatever it took to get Steve away from the baby. See, I don't know, like, protective, sure, but, like, if I was a writer, I would maybe be like, oh, daddy, like, don't go on the escalator. You might fall. Yeah. Or, like, don't... Something you know as a kid is dangerous. Yeah, It's bad for the baby. But, like, being like... Mom, you cannot touch Dad. He is pregnant. Don't yeah. go away. Slap. Like, <laughs> get out of there. Right. Like I, as a kid, would be like, "Ooh, puddles are dangerous, so you got to skirt it." Yeah, you got to walk around. And I'd be, and would be like, "But it's like the baby doesn't want you to step in a puddle." Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, "Wow, that would be if I had a kid and it was doing that." I would. Right. I don't know what it's I would like do. Oddly ominous. Like yeah. reading it out loud, especially makes it like much weirder. It does, in my head, I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is like two year olds just being weird." Because two year olds. This weird. does read more like like The Shining, not oh, like no. fully yeah. The Shining, but like 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 that where it's like the kid is being you where you're if like this What's went this like kid? really blue. It would be like Steve. Has been abusive the whole time, and the only reason we know is because of Peter was protecting his baby child sibling. Or if we find out that there's a prophecy Ew. that the baby will be hurt by a loved one, like you know, like there's a not Oedipus. Wait, no Oedipus killed yeah. his father. Like yeah, if that's yeah, a yeah. thing. Like yeah, yeah, oh, either yeah. his father will kill him or he will kill his father. Yes. Like and Peter knows. Yeah, like Peter as a two year old is like oh. his spidey sense was like oh no Oedipus, yeah. I have a spidey prophecy. Has his spidey sense ever turned into a prophecy? I wish. Like, just, like, such a shaking of spidey sense. Someone write that fic where the spidey sense is actually that Peter is a psychic. Yeah, a prophet. Beautiful. Anyway. Steve didn't understand why his son was so overprotective of the baby. After all, he did half the work. Don't get him wrong. He knew he had the easy way out of this one because he did the easier half of the work, but he still did half the work. <laughs> can just put in a thing here and say, no, that's wrong. Uh, it's not how that works. You have done zero of the pregnancy work. You've done half the work of making the baby turn into a baby. You've done approximately two percent of the work. Uh, that sounds about you've right. You've done 2%? you've done conception. Yes, you've provided the half gene- of conception, zero percent of pregnancy. Yes, which my mom, who um, is a doctor, told me that most of the cellular structure for comes mm-hmm. from the mother because, like, the egg- eggs are huge. Because the eggs are huge, and they have most. Of, they have like the mitochondria and all of the, the all of the, of the cell. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So it's the powerhouse of conception, and, ah. and so it's literally all that they're missing is like a us, chromosome. Is like yeah, is mm. that other half of chromosomes? It's fun. So it's like so. I didn't know that. So yeah. So really, 
Steve has really done like almost point, no, almost like point five percent of the work. However, if he did get pregnant with Peter, like okay, that's yeah, fair. I'll if he did half, he did half of their children's. Okay, so yeah. maybe um, that's what maybe that's what he's referring to. It was not explicitly explicitly stated. Perhaps later in the fiction, it will. I want to be. believe that. I know. I want to believe that he carried Peter in his man womb. His womb. His womb. <laughs> yeah, woman womb, man womb, womb. That was amazing. <laughs> I can't even say it. Like, it's such a stupid... Moom. Sounds like like a Swedish vacuum. Moom. Moom. Just, like, buzzing around the car. Well, you could either get a... What are those called? Like, the... Uh, it's Roomba. A, or you can either get a Roomba. A Swedish Roomba. You can either get a Roomba, an iRobot, or a, or a Moom. Oh my god! It'll also have a baby. Yeah, <laughs> that's all the dust bunnies. Daddy! They both froze. Steve, leaping to his feet and scampering away from Tony, Uh-oh. he ran into their bathroom and closed the door to hide from Peter because at this point neither of them could deal with screaming, crying, and a whining four-year-old. Fair. Don't let your children rule you, though. True. Like they're being kind of weak dads. Mm-hmm. You gotta just like let that kid know. You're Give him boss. exposure therapy. Just like make him watch Steve like rub his hands all over the belly. <laughs> Slap a little bit. Bam. <laughs> slap, slap, slap. See, baby's fine. Don't do that. <laughs> that's, that's not terrific, but yeah. Anyway. All exposure therapy is, so. I'm sure it's all great. <laughs> Tony had fallen asleep on the off-white leather, L-shaped sofa, an open book face down on his stomach. Peter was snuggled against the bump, an arm around it, and a wet spot on Dad's gray shirt from Peter's open mouth. This was too cute. Steve pulled out his Stark phone. <laughs> Question. The thing. Not that I know. <laughs> Why then? Have you seen the Iron Man's? Yes, I have. Is there? A, there's not a Stark. They're not a tech company. I mean, I guess yeah, they're they're, they're, all, te- they're they a tech. Are, it's like a military has, tech company, yes. right? Well, and he makes his own tech, so he'll like because he's got his suit, and then he okay. would like give oh, people yeah, yeah, like okay, communicator yeah. kind of things. But I have never heard them referred to as Stark phone. But I'm also bad at movie trivia, so I don't know. But someone email us angrily at. <laughs> Fine Fairings podcast, and let us know if Stark Phone is canon. I really want to know. Steve pulled out his Stark Phone and snapped a picture, sending it to the group thread that he, Clint, Bruce, Nat, Tony, Thor, Vis, Coulson, okay. Bucky, Sam, Peter, Wanda, and Pietro were in. Do you know who all those people are? Yes. Who uh, is Coulson? Coulson. I'm saying it wrong, aren't I? No, you said it right. Oh, thank God. Um, Coulson is, so he works for S.H.I.E.L.D., and... Oh, okay. Um, he was like, did you see the Captain America movie? Which one? Uh, like the first one. Yeah. So, yeah. So like the first one, so you know the guy in like the suit who like carries around a, um, playing card, like a trading card of Captain America in his pocket. Okay. So that was Coulson. So Coulson is like their main guy. So it's like Fury and Coulson are their main contacts to shield. Ah, okay. And so like, okay. So Coulson. Who is Pietro? Pietro. Um, is Wanda, did you see Civil War? Yes, but it was on while I was doing laundry, so okay. I wasn't really so paying attention. So, Wanda is, like, the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I And then Wanda. Pietro is her brother, the, like, oh, white... Oh, Quicksilver? Yeah. That's his name? Yeah. Wild. Right, no, right? <laughs> Pietro and Wanda. Because I think they're Russian? Oh, okay. Something it seemed, like Because it seemed like Ukrainian? a Hispanic name, and I was like, I cannot think of one no. Hispanic Yeah, it's, hero, no, it's Which like is a, a shame. <laughs> Looking at you, Marvel. Looking at you, Marvel. Well, actually, I'm sure there is. We just don't know because we're not I mean, comic there, book I'm people. Sure, yeah, there is one in the comic books that has not yet been adapted to film. 
Anyway, um, I think maybe the Spider-Man in Spider-Verse was Hispanic. Yeah, but I, I so. can't remember. Anyway, group text. What a what a what a. <laughs> That's a lot of people. I have never texted a lot of people in a group chat. I have never texted that many people in a group. Like I support it for this fic. I get it. But I think also... I have because it's was a group of my friends and all the people they were dating. Mm. So it was maybe ten people, but almost none of them were active. And I would say that, like, when the most I've, like, texted was maybe, like, six, because, mm-hmm. like, even though I was meeting, like, a group of ten, mm-hmm. I was only texting, like, the people I knew, and then their significant others were just being there. Wait, we're just, so. like, taking note of the dates and times that you were supposed to hang out. Yeah. I have a question for you, since we have a little bit of extra time in this fic. Sure. Aside from Tony Steve, so we have a nice list here. Who yes. is your second ship within this list? Um, Clint and Nat. Which one is Clint? Um, he is the shooting... No, I can't remember. Oh, okay. His, um, yeah, Hawkeye. Name. Hawkeye, there we Hawkeye go. Hawkeye and... Um, and Black, Black Widow. Widow. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I can All see of that. their, like, allusions Honestly, to, like... I'm kind of surprised that they... Because her and Hulk get together, which seems very ham-fisted. Yes. Because I've heard both. Okay, so here is, like, the quick... So everyone loves Clint and Nat together because mm-hmm. they always be like, do you remember Budapest? And then everyone's like, oh, they had sex in Budapest. Okay. And it's like, who knows what they... And it seems like they kind of are a pair. Yes. Like, they're always in the same movies together. It I was seems always... like they're kind of yes. around And so I definitely time. get their pairing. The People started pairing Bruce and Nat together because there was, like, one scene in, I don't remember which Avengers movie, mm-hmm. um, she, like, almost calms the Hulk. She can, okay. like, talk him down. Okay. And so everyone is like... <gasps> they must be together. They must... Which, they have, like, a thing, but it's like, I don't... That seems very odd to me. Because I would assume that if, like people had chemistry, mm-hmm. he would, like, hulk out. Like, I know it's an anger thing, but, like... Strong emotion, Horniness yeah. is so similar. Yeah. That is the... Oh, Natalie! <laughs> I've, like, I've, been a- I've been angry and horny at the same time, same. so I get it. Same. <laughs> so I would imagine, like, Bruce and Nat being, like, biffs. Like, BFFs. Yeah. Like, her just being like, I know you, we've been friends since we were five. Like, yep. calm down. Yeah. That, yeah. That would be fun. It's my, it is my gay self, but I would love... Nat and Wanda to get together. I don't know if they have anything in common. I don't know if they've spoken one word to each other, but I think that would be hot. <laughs> I'd be into it. I'd love to see that. That'd be so fun. Um, I'm trying to remember. There's like, we can cut this if it's too long, but there is some thing on the internet. I'm not a Twitter person. Are you a Twitter person? Not a lot, but I listen to podcasts that talk about right, Twitter. Same. Yeah. I'll, like I'll secondhandedly hear about pod or yeah. about Twitter stuff through like yeah. podcasts. I'm not clever things. enough for But Twitter. I'm not even on Twitter. I really don't care. This podcast isn't on Twitter. Don't follow us on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So there is a superhero or a like something that's already in a in a movie but is like a side character where it's a like a superhero it's like a mini Hulk. Like oh. Hulk Jr. Like She Hulk or something? No, but like a boy I can't remember oh. his name. Yeah. But, like, there's a Hulk character, and then there's, like, a shapeshifter character, and there was a whole thing where they were like, oh, you know how we could get, like... Oh, is this s- from Reply All, where they yes, were talking about... Yes, it is from yes. Reply All. Shout out to Reply All. You're already listening to it. It's great. <laughs> That's it. Um, Reply All was talking about, yeah, I can't remember which superhero it was, but it was a shapeshifting superhero, and they were like, you know what we could yeah. do? Yeah, it was, like, Hulk Jr. and a, something else, yeah. The shapeshifter, as a female, meet the Hulk, and they can get together, yeah. and then they can find out that the, the shapeshifter can find out that they identify as male yes. in, like, their true form, or whatever the word is, and then finally we'll have a gay character, and then the producers at 
Marvel were like, why don't we just make a gay character? And they're like, okay. And I was like, because that's easy. And I was, and part of me was like, when I heard that on Reply All, there was a part of me that was like, you know what? Sure, let us take the easy path and like, let's get a gay character. But I was also sort of like, that was like essentially a trans character. I was like, that was like a trans character. But that's a cool trans character. And, I, and then yeah. also a gay character. No, Still and so, into it. And I was sort of like, you already fleshed out the whole idea if they were like, what if we just, like if I had come up with that idea and someone was like, what if we just cut out that whole beginning part? I'd be like, but what do I do with all of this knowledge now? Right. I would assume that it's too much like character development for an action movie, yeah. which I kind of get because 45 on, minutes of character. Based song. on what I've seen, there is no like plot in any Marvel movie. Like there is, there's so much plot, but none of it matters. Yeah, it's yeah. I I yeah. Okay, that was a twenty minute diversion. Yes, I have no rebuttal to that. <laughs> we just had to talk about another podcast. I just like to look at superhero butts. Let me. That's just I'm fair. I think that's what most people not maybe most people abs, butts, shoulders, whatever faces. Let me see. I just want to see people punch each other. Yeah. I don't care about the plot line. It seems. Pretty irrelevant. Right. Anywho. <laughs> if they could just pose and I could just, like, start their butts, like, the action sequences are not important to me, but... Right. I'm sorry. Carry on. Peter slowly woke up to Tony shifting his weight due to the baby kicking. Hi, Bubba. Did you have a good nap? Steve asked Peter, sitting across from them. Peter blinked the sleep from his eyes and nodded. He moved his hand to where the baby was kicking and started whispering into his dad's skin. Ew. Have you ever seen a toddler do that, though? Like, they don't understand how to whisper, so they'll sometimes do it just, like, way too close. Yeah. So he'll probably be like, harder. <laughs> like, just fully. Well, and it's like every time oh. I've heard a kid try and whisper, it's either like, or it's like just a fully audible, hey! <laughs> but like with their hand, hey, I'm whispering! <laughs> My hands are covering my mouth. <laughs> like, no, I can't understand. That's <laughs> worse. Ha, toddlers are great. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> You're okay. Big Bubba's here, Peter said, his voice small. The baby's kicking slowed to a stop. Tony looked down at Peter and then locked eyes with Steve. Brown met blue, and they both smiled. That actually sounded really ominous. Like, the kicking stopped <laughs> and, like... I, I think it was supposed to be like a so- like back no, to no, what no, I yeah, said yeah, this yeah. like soothing yes, thing yes, that yes, like yes. siblings have. Yeah, no, that's that's cute. Brown met blue is because <laughs> like, oh, because Tony has brown eyes. I know in fan fiction you have written it much more than I have, but there is a a finite way to say they looked at each other or like they had sex or coitus she touched began. His dick. Yeah, like especially with sexual stuff, but even with like little things like they touched hands or like hands they... reaching <laughs> across this table. Yeah, there's a finite way to say the things that happen very often in fan fiction, but that it tickled me. Brown met blue. Very impo- it's very important. It's not very their important. eyes met. It was like the meeting of two souls across a bump in the form of eyes. <laughs> yeah, the two brown soul, Good. blue soul. Huh. When Peter was first learning how to speak, Tony had found out he was pregnant. Peter He's four. Pre- uh, I think he might be two. He said four. Peter's four? He said Peter's four. When? Like, I just a, parag- <laughs> a paragraph of four? No, we didn't. One. <laughs> Even if he was two, it's a late talk. So this is six months. Well, he can't, two-year-olds can't pronounce things. That's fair. You're right. He was speaking very clearly. For a two-year-old. <laughs> when Peter first learned to speak, Tony had found out he was pregnant. Peter couldn't pronounce the word brother, and it came out as Bubba, which both parents found absolutely adorable. That's fair. Bubba. 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 I've heard Bubba. people on Instagram call babies Bubbas, and I'm not into really? it. Really? Mm-hmm. 
They'll be like, oh, here's our little Bubba. And I'm like, nope. It's a pretty male. I don't know. Yep. Anyway, I'm not going to get it. Talk about bubs. Little bubs. <laughs> little bubs. See, that's fine. <laughs> or bud. Like, I say, I call girls buddy. No, I do too. I've been called out by a couple of two-year-olds for being like, why are you calling me buddy? Like, because you're my buddy. We're friends. That's <laughs> why. But I'm a girl. I don't care. You're a flower bud. You're beautiful. <laughs> Stop. You're <laughs> my flower buddy. Ha 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 ha. Gotcha. Daddy hungry. Oh God, I forgot about this part. Peter said through his thumb. He had been sucking on it due to the anxiety of the gender reveal party. They hadn't told Peter if he was going to get a brother or a sister. They just told him he was going to be a big brother. Peter didn't like parties or crowds. He also didn't like that they were at his house because he couldn't leave the party and escape back to his house because everyone was at his house. You're hungry? Well, I can take care of that, Tony said, scooping the boy closer to him. He lifted his shirt and massaged... No! <laughs> and massaged and kneaded at his right pectoral until dots of milk came out. Gross! Claire, I don't know if you know what things about breastfeeding, but I don't know if that's how it works. Like, I don't think you have to rub your breast. Okay, here's what I do know about breastfeeding. I feel like you know some things because your mom's a doctor. Yes, and because I get curious and I spend too much time on the internet. That's fair. One... I do know men can lactate. I know that that is a thing. Um, if you stimulate it enough. Yeah. Two. Mm, maybe that's what she's referring to. Yes. Two. I w- but you have to do it for like we. He is pregnant. So there is a stage he's, of pregnancy pregnant. where you do start lactating. And this child is between two to four years old based on whose opinion you ask. That's gross. So it's a little old to be breastfeeding. I mean, but not, not to breastfeed. Not breast shame, but. Breastfeed um, shame. Yeah, breastfeed shame. To do it as breast as best or whatever whatever floats your boat. Um, I do. He, I will say. So if you breastfeed, so br- if you stimulate mm-hmm. lactation while pregnant, it yeah. can also trigger preterm labor. Labor. So this Whoa. is a bad. <laughs> Weird. So this is a so like your body's like I'm ready. So it's like yeah. push it out. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So because like the first thing that comes is like Humans colostrum or what? One. The first thing that comes is colostrum, What's which is mean? like. Uh, like pre-breast milk goo. It's like not milk. It's, it's like, so it's like what, like when you were like a day old infant, mm-hmm. it's like what you, is it, a, are you supposed to eat it? Yes. It is nutritious. Oh, okay. It does. So it is for babies. Okay. It does have nutrition. Like for babies. Yeah. Like I'm sure nothing would happen if like a four year old ate it. But like, it's more like when you're first trying to breastfeed, like you struggle with like getting the works going. Okay. So like. I'm just, I'm calling like five different levels of bullshit on this. <laughs> also, I just I I would even I don't it's like I would never want to be at a party where the mom to be just like Breastfed. just like lifted a child off like you know six months pregnant lifted a child off the ground and just was like latch. See, like breastfeeding is totally fine. I feel like you should be allowed to do it wherever, whenever. I once had a woman who straight up just breastfed during my class, and I was like. I mean, okay, we're still talking, if sure. you're fine with it. I literally don't care. Love it. Um, just something about, like, the rubbing just made me, like, <laughs> Yeah, the rubbing. And, like, pectoral. No, the pec, yeah. The like, pectoral. it's clearly a muscle and not, like, a boob. Yeah. It's just something about it. I was like, this is wild. So, like, to, when you are breastfeeding a baby, mm-hmm. it's, like, you do need to, like... It's like I don't want to say stimulate because that's like the because it's there's there's a lot of ways to because like my mom would tell me that like when we were babies like the smell of baby lotion alone would cause okay no I've heard that that like different stimuli so it's like or like when you hear like a baby cry it's like basically like anything that tells your 
maternal body that is like uh-huh. a child is near yeah. and is hungry then right. your boobs are like I will provide god I'm so afraid of like I, this is never gonna happen you know I have a weird fear of like suddenly having a baby yeah and like similarly being pregnant though that one is less true for those of you who do not know or haven't realized I am a gay so I'm never going to accidentally be pregnant and it's very unlikely that or I'm gonna accidentally are. happen upon a baby but I have yeah. a fear that it's going to happen and at school, I work with adults, but they are adults with special education or special needs. And there is a grown grown adult student who talks like a baby, like a high voice and doesn't really talk. She'll yeah. just be like, and like, I'm afraid that that's going to like trigger my maternal instincts. And I'm going to be like, oh, God, just like your boobs will just start. There's a baby behind me in this elevator. <laughs> like, well, she's just in there. That's fair. She's making her sounds to soothe you. Since you are not pregnant. I'm not pregnant. That will not. But I've heard uh, my pregnant friends will talk about, um, or who have babies and are Mm -hmm. nursing, they will talk about being away from their baby, Mm -hmm. like at the gym or something, Mm -hmm. or the mall, and like hear a baby cry, and they're they're like, oh shit. (laughs) I know what the thing, that's why I'm like oddly worried about it. No, I I don't want to say that's a valid fear, because it's not. It's not a valid fear, but but it's a valid response to a fear. It's... That is not valid. You're valid for the semi-invalid fear you have. All fears are invalid. All right, so dots of milk are coming out of Tony's pectoral. I don't like that. (laughs) Tony... Or, no. Peter latched on, closing his eyes, his lips tinted white from the milk. Mm -mm. Once he decided that he was done with the right nipple, he moved on to the left one and continued to suck on it until he was full. Nope. The first to arrive were Sam and Bucky, who seemed to be glowing with pride. Are they pregnant? No, they're at the baby shower, or the gender reveal party. When Steve asked why they pulled out... Wait, what? (laughs) When Steve asked why they pulled out matching chains with engagement rings on them, Bucky's dog tags clinked against the gold ring. As they fell back into place, Steve hugged his best friend, feeling tears form in his eyes. So I think Bucky and Sam are married, or getting married. This is news to me. I don't know who Sam is. Sam is um, the other the friend? black. Oh, hawk and one. Bucky is the other soldier. Super, yes, with the the super soldier. Okay, with the I arm. I don't know why I get them confused. I think it's just because they're both Captain America associated, and yes. I don't know names. And in different comic books, both of them take on the legacy of Captain America. That is probably why. So I guess they're married. One hundred and seven years old, and you're getting married. You. Sam said proudly. I mean, I'm happy for them. One hundred and seven. Bucky corrected, kissing Sam. There's a typo here somewhere, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> he forgets the 100 part. <laughs> Steve laughed, placing an arm around his partner. Ignore that whole phrase. It doesn't make sense. 27. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I'm like, so seven years... 70? Seven years... I don't know. That That is the only flaw in this whole fanfiction. <laughs> the next to arrive was Viss, Wanda, Clint, and Pietro. They hauled in bottles of wine and trays of catered food that contained an arrangement of crackers, cheese, grapes, and vegetables. After the others finally arrived and everyone was done socializing, they brought out the cake and balloons. Inside the balloons and cake was either pink or blue. Steve popped the balloons and Tony cut the cake to reveal a brilliant shade of blue. A little brother, Pete! You're gonna have a little brother. Aww. The end. 
That's so cute. So yes, my drink was based on something that I imagine they might have been drinking at this event. Having, I was about to say, is it rude to serve alcohol at a baby shower? But I also did just go to a baby shower and I was served alcohol. Like, it's pretty, I, it's like, it's just a party. Like it's like true. a lawn, like it's a white person lawn party. And that's true. And white people be drinking alcohol. That's true. I've always sort of thought, I'm like, isn't it rude because the mom can't drink? But I... I think it's just like a, yeah, a mom like mimosa. It's like a, you all have fun around me and I'll have more fun. If I had to guess. If I couldn't okay. drink, I'd be like, okay, not, don't get shwasted at my baby shower. Yeah. But like, have but, a good time in my fair. in my yard with these snacks that I made. That's, okay, that's about the baby shower I yes. went to and I was like, wow, this is lovely. So that is the end of our, our stony fanfiction. It was lovely. Yes. I... I had a great time. I don't know. I just thought it was so quaint. I don't think I'll read the rest because I think the pregnant part is the most fun. And it's probably not going to be any more pregnant from here out. And I really don't want to read about pectorals lactating. Yeah, and I feel like that's going to be a big part of it. I will say, I read like a, a small chunk of the next chapter just to like see how much further the pregnancy went. And essentially, Tony goes into labor at the beginning of the next chapter. That's because he was nursing. Of course. And Peter was like... In the room, like, bursting through, like, not leaving that labor's side. <laughs> like, insistent on being in the room to make sure the baby was okay. That's bold. It was very, for a two to four-year-old, very bold. <laughs> it's one, I know he's a super toddler, but they're mm. all superhumans, so, like... Right. I don't think the doctors are, so that would be a little surprising, just to have a four-year-old be like, yank! Where did the child emerge from? What? <laughs> Uh, it is not addressed. Is it addressed in other fictions? Where yes. Is it come out of his butt? Sometimes, yes. Where does it come out of? Sometimes it has to be a C-section. Okay, that's fair. So, or, I don't think it's specified. Or like if you ever watched Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. in whatever that where he's pregnant movie. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember it right now. Oh, um, I would not know. He had to have a C-section because there. There's no way for it to come out. Yeah, because the baby was in, like, a weird, like, prostate gap. A woman's, like, vagina will, like, rip into her butt, so, like, Uh, maybe it could come out the butt. I don't know. No. It's, like, in different different stories, it's explained different ways. Okay. Some of it depends on, like, how the conception happened, Mm. and then others, it's, it's, yeah. See, the the conception and the birth are both kind of casually glossed over in this one, which I don't mind, because I'm like, I already know I'm reading about a pregnant man. Like, I don't have to know. That's true. How he became pregnant. I know some people are, like, into those details, though. Right. Or, like, I get that I, like, under- I understand that it's, like, sometimes when I'm reading fix, I just want to read about, mm-hmm. like, the fluffy stuff, mm-hmm. where it's, like, I just want to read about, like, holding cute babies mm-hmm. and, like, you know, looking longingly into each other's eyes, which this fic had a lot of. Mm-hmm. Again, the pictorials is going to live with me, but the rest of it was very cute. Mm. Yes. I-, I enjoyed it. It was a cute little, like, and it was very nice and short. It was, well, this chapter, but the chapter was wrapped up really well. I wasn't, yeah. like, unfulfilled by some, like, weird secondary something. Yeah. So on that note, um, I've been mulling over what I want your assignment to be. Okay, um, So, like, obviously we're going to try and keep the length short because we keep just skipping over things. Um, so I would like, it's a, is it called a one-off one that's, like, oh, one chapter? Yeah, like a one-shot. Yeah, a one-shot. I would like a one-off one-shot that is... Either, you have kind of a choice, because I don't know if y'all know this, if you don't, Claire used to have a podcast that was called Romancing History. Correct. 
it's still on iTunes, so go and read it or go listen to it if you are so inclined about historical romances. It is very different from this podcast. But I would like you to either find um, a historical fiction-based one-off or a character-based of your choice in a different period of time. So, okay. like, we had Supernatural, Supernatural, but suddenly they're in the 1900s. Oh, or, like, yeah. maybe maybe human-based, but, like, My Little Pony, but it's the 1970s. I really don't care. You can take that what you will, but that is what I want. One Direction as the Beatles. One Direction as the Beatles. Or One Direction as, like, Sherlock Holmes. Like... Way back, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel like I'm being lenient with 1970s. I would like to no, be no, like no, no. early 1900s to like like technology radically. No, different. no technology, no things we would have like lots of pictures from like way back there. I like it. I like it. I'm excited to see what I can dive into. I I'm also because I don't know what you're gonna do to like Google this, but I feel like you're gonna find a path that you enjoy. It's going to be a deep rabbit hole, but yeah. I'm excited. It could also be, like, if you don't want to do uh, the character based, I would could also see, like, a, <laughs> like, a, like, Anne Frank, but fan fiction. An Anne Frank fan fiction. Or, yeah, or, you know, like, a historical character fan fiction. I'm going to let you pick. I'm really excited, though. <laughs> Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> All right, have a fun time. We'll, whatever that is next week, or in two weeks, we will have that for you. Uh, I'm Grace. I'm Claire. And this has been Fine Pairings. Please subscribe to our podcast feed or find us on, I don't know, probably Instagram, not Twitter. And we're not good at Twitter. We're not going to do Twitter. Or email us at finepairingspodcast.com. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, lactating. Ew. <laughs>